man, what a great day to be an Eagle. Mercy. All right, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, um, and let's go bowling, Cody. Uh, the Georgia Southern getting ready for the Camellia Bowl. We know the bowl, we know the opponent, we know the city, um, and yeah, this episode is getting you ready for that as Georgia Southern faces off against the Buffalo Bulls um, in the Camellia Bowl, uh, post-Christmas bowl game, December 27th. Uh, Early kickoff, really early for me here in Colorado. Uh, kegs and eggs, baby. But, kegs uh, and eggs. Kegs and eggs. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, exciting time. I'm excited to be back in a bowl game. Um, and yeah, that's what this episode's all about. So welcome to Gather Talk. Uh, Matt here with you. That's Cody. Um, and uh, yeah, we're gonna break down this opponent. Um, and uh, you know, we might get into some coaching changes and uh you know throughout the Sun Belt and and throughout uh you know g5 um and then you know maybe some some transfer portal stuff as well but main focus is going to be this bowl game um here it is christmas week when we're uh recording this so um just uh basically a week away uh you know when we're recording this um from uh so we'll we'll get this out um and then yeah hopefully uh it'll get you get you geared up for this one um so uh with that cody uh let's jump right into it i guess so with with this opponent um buffalo same record as us right six and six um coming in uh jekyll and hyde football team where we had our ebbs and flows um throughout the season uh they were all or nothing literally right all or nothing or nothing at all um they were 0 3 to start the season, three game losing streak. Lost to an uh, FCS they open, school. They lost to an FCS school, so they open against Maryland, a, uh, a you know uh, opponent that most people would expect. Right, ha- hasn't been a power in the Power Five, but still a Power Five team, and um, so they lo- lost that one thirty one to ten. Not that surprising. Then they lose to Holy Cross. Um, holy, you know, holy. That, that 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 school, yeah, the school that 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 Rudy had to attend because he couldn't get into Notre Dame, <laughs> um, right? So that Holy Cross, uh, and you know, I I had to do some research. I watched uh, a lot of Holy Cross's game against uh, South Dakota State. Um, this was this is a team that finished twelve and zero, or they were twelve and zero going into that. Um, that South Dakota state game and they played them really close <clears throat> on the road and almost beat them in the FCS playoffs. So finished 12 and one, I believe. I wouldn't say um, almost beat them. I think the score was like 42 to 21. No, 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 Yeah. Holy it was, cross. It in was, South f- Dakota. Oh, it was 42 to 21. Yeah. They yeah. Away. Yeah. They pulled away. They pulled away. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was doing my office at, at that time. I was painting my office and, 
building some furniture. So, so I was you watching, got high on but paint fumes they, is what they, you're saying. They pulled there. You go. Yeah, they they pulled away late. They pulled away. South Dakota State scored 21 in the in the fourth quarter. There you they go. all scored 21. 21, okay. not, nothing in the fourth. Somebody's got to keep but this podcast in order. It was close. <laughs> it was close for three quarters. So anyway, but they did finish the regular season. 12 and 0. Yes, it's FCS voted. Yes, it's Patriot League. I get it, but they were um, still pretty tough. So when opponent. you yeah, when you put it in perspective, uh maybe it's it's not um yeah, as as big of a shock. But um <clears throat> so yeah, they lose to to Holy Cross 37 to 31. Um, and then they round out that three-game losing streak to start of the season by losing to Coastal Carolina, the only um uh, shared opponent right between us um obviously we have a close loss against uh, coastal uh, by four um they lose to coastal 38 to 26 um so not particularly close this was the uh, back end of a home and home uh right calvin trees played for buffalo last year right against coastal up in buffalo coastal um that was a close one too but coastal um uh won that one so that they that, yeah they, they went to and Two and zero in the home and home uh, series. This one uh, uh, went in thirty eight to twenty six in Conway. So, um, and then they go Buffalo does on a five game winning streak, <laughs> Cody. So start the season zero and three. Then they rattle off five wins. Uh, you know some not surprising. You know games that you expect them to win. UMass. Right, um, always an FPS bottom feeder. Yep. Beat them thirty-four to seven. Bowling Green, Bowling Green ended up making a bowl. <laughs> they, they ended up and finishing Bowling six and Green six in the regular beat season. Louisiana too, and they beat Louisiana. They started rough though. They did. They started really rough to the season. They had that terrible um, this was fake mi- field goal. Did you see that highlight? Yeah, this, this was. I, I think I missed that one. Oh, it was it was terrible. I forget. It was like the second yeah. week of the season. They try to do this, like the the pitch to oh, the kicker. Yeah, and like yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was ugly. It was terrible. All right, go ahead. So, so yeah, so they lose to Bowling Green, or they beat Bowling Green, rather, 38-7. to This was mid-season. Bowling Green started maybe to get it together, and they would finish 6-6, six and six, but still not a very good football team. Um, Eastern Michigan, they ended up with eight wins. Uh, they they beat them. That was their first win of the season. Beat them 50-31, to probably their 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 best win. No, um, no. You know, uh, Toledo, they yeah. beat Toledo 34-27. to Toledo ended up winning the MAC. Um, so they did beat the Mac champions. They beat Eastern Michigan, which again finished, um, with eight wins. Uh, and then Miami of Ohio, um, you know, they finished six and seven overall, uh, four and four in the conference. They beat them 24 to 20. So, um, that kind of rounds out the five game win streak. And then they go on a, another three game losing streak, um, losing to Ohio, losing to, um, central Michigan, which finished four and eight, um, Ohio did win the East, uh, so you know uh, they, they but they lost to them pretty convincingly, 40, uh, 45 to twenty four, um, and then uh, they close out the season becoming, uh, or they, they lost to Kent State uh, in the second to last game of the season, thirty to twenty seven. That was an overtime game, um, that was like super back and forth. I, I remember catching some of that. It was the Tuesday, Wednesday night, you know, action, um, and. Uh, and yeah, they, so they couldn't pull that one off, thirty to twenty-seven. Then, very much like us, 
<clears throat> clinging on for dear life, um, last game of the season, fighting for a bowl berth. They beat a really bad Akron team that just finished with two wins. Um, they hold on for a 23-22 to 22 win. Um, uh, also a midweek game, action, action. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and that's how they get into a bowl. So, um, and, and that was one where Akron, uh, I was looking at this, um, I think I caught the very like end of that game, but um, Akron got out to a sixteen to nothing lead, and 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 that one in uh, the early in the second quarter, and then got outscored twenty three to six um, for the for the rest of the way. So uh, that's how Buffalo closed it out, and they scored with like a minute, a little over a minute left um, to to take the lead and win twenty three to twenty two. So, um, yeah. So I mean. Same record, um, same, you know, similar kind of Jekyll and Hyde ebbs and flows that we kind of saw. Um, certainly not as good of an offense, certainly a much better defense um, than us. Uh, but, you know, who who isn't? Um, uh, probably the worst defense uh, of all of the bowl teams, I, I would say. Um Yeah. Uh, So, you know, looking at kind of the stat breakdown, you know, we're averaging almost 100 yards more offensively a game, almost 500 to 400 for them. Um, Or I'm I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, uh, 468, almost 500 for us, uh, 376 um, offensively for them. We're giving up 500 (laughs) yards a game. we're giving up 500 yards a game. <laughs> They're giving up 391. So we have 100 more yards of offense. Jeez. They have 100 more yards of defense um, or, or less. This is either uh, going to yeah, be like 10 allowed. to 7 or it's going to be like 61 to 58. Yeah, I don't exactly. think there's any exactly. – I don't think there's going to be any in between. Yeah, there's no there's no like 32-28 ball game. Yeah, no. I, I agree with that. Um, so – yeah, and then points per game, we're uh, right at 34. They're um, just under 30 at 29 points per game. So, um, obviously, big storyline here. Um, it, it uh, you know, we'll spend a little bit of time on it, but it's it's somewhat played out at this point. What Calvin Trees, right? <laughs> Calvin Trees, obviously, no way. Um, was a three year starter for Buffalo. Um, so like people are calling it a revenge game and all this. And like, he kind of like shut that down and was like, it's not really like revenge. Like I'm still friends with like all those guys, um, you know? And, um, so, but yeah, but obviously it's opportunity to play against a lot of his, uh, former teammates and friends and a lot of the coaches, even though they did have a coaching change, um, you know, his last year there, which was at least somewhat motivation for him, for him to leave. Right. Um, and just play style and all that, uh, you know, being a Mac team and um, just kind of the the blueprint of Buffalo um, has been more balanced attack, um, leaning run heavy, right? Um, and uh, you certainly saw that by just looking at the stats of Calvin Trees over his career there. Um, you know, he <clears throat> we had a fan that shared this out. He would have to have a huge game. He would have to have like JMU type numbers um, in this bowl game, like 500 plus yards passing, but he could come close or potentially eclipse the amount of yards passed in one season with us 
um, than the three years he had as a starter at Buffalo combined, <laughs> um, which, which is crazy to think about. Um, you know, not, not his total career. Cause he played a little bit, I believe as a freshman or red shirt, um, like sophomore. Um, but in his three main years as, as the Buffalo starter, um, yeah, if he, if he has like a JMU type game, um, he could get close to that, um, just in, in one year with us. So it, it shows, I mean, credit to Helton and Ellis of, uh, you know, bringing in a guy that, you know, frankly was an unknown, you know, I mean, yes, he was a starter in, in, in the Mac and, um, took them to a conference championship and all of this, but, you know, he came to us as a, 1800 yard passer with eight touchdowns and six interceptions. Right. And, um, and then he, he turns in a, a huge, you know, he'll, uh, unless just the wheels fall off, you know, and, or, or, uh, you know, God forbid he gets injured or anything like that. He's going to surpass 4,000 yards on the season. He's at uh, 3,900. Um, he's got 25 touchdowns. So, um, yeah, so so triple as much as he did last year with Buffalo. So yeah, just an opportunity for him um, to to come and show out against a team that he knows really well. No, I think you said it, and in all those words, I think you hit the nail on the head there. There's not much to <laughs> add to it. Uh, I think to me, obviously, this is a MAC team. We played a MAC school earlier in Ball State. Um, yep. I mean, all these MAC schools are kind of similar. Um, I think the running back that we played in Carson Steele is probably better than the running back that we have for Buffalo that we're going up against. But still, they're going to lean heavily on it, right? So as much to me as the story could be about Kyle Van Trees, and that's kind of what everybody's going to gravitate toward, at least at the beginning, I think the main story in this bowl, as it kind of has been the all season, is what will our defense show up at least enough for our offense to win the game? You know, I mean, is our defense, has they have they – taking this time to reevaluate and look at, okay, what can we do to maybe improve against the run um, for this ball game? Or is it going to kind of be like how we've seen all year where they just give up big chunk plays and, and we're just hoping for a few key stops just to let our offense kind of catch up and take the lead? To me, that's going to be the big story in this game. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like the Marshall game, right? Yeah. Which obviously we we didn't win. Well, and, they had a um, lot better defense than what Buffalo has. Let's just be honest. They, that Marshall they, defense they, is yeah, really good. They do. Yeah, they do. But but you know, like going out there and just committing to stopping the run, mm-hmm. um, right? And again, yeah, Mike Washington, their their uh, main back, hundred forty three carries, six hundred six yards, seven touchdowns. Um, their quarterback Snyder, you know, nothing to write home about. Um, he's, you know, 2,700 yards passing 17 touchdowns, eight interceptions. So yeah, you go out there, you throw everything you can to stop the run, make the quarterback beat you. Um, and then trust our offense to, you know, to outscore them, right. Get, get a turnover to get a stop or two. And we can win this football game. Yeah, you know, like that's that that's really what it what it comes down to. You don't have to this completely shut them down. You don't have to. I mean, it's what the reality though. No, right? I was just like, looking at their yeah. stats against the Zips, Akron Zips, their yeah. last game, and they only rushed the ball twenty seven yards on twenty six attempts. I, yeah. I mean, that's just. I mean, it. it and Akron's it's, a bad football Akron team. Akron is so a like, bad team. I would I would hope yeah. our defense can at least stop them to some extent. Um. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, on, on paper, this one looks like, you know, we should run through them, but you can't take any, anyone no. for granted, you know, um, this season. So, 
yeah, like, uh, you know, hopefully defense has time to just like process and a game plan and plenty of time for it. Right. And, um, and, and yeah, again, I, I think it's, we're not able to do a lot of things well or, or even, average <laughs> right um we've talked at about least on this. defense so if, if, yeah at least on defense that's what I, that's what i'm talking about like on, on defense so like if we can just throw everything at one like one phase right like one um one part of the offense yeah. of, of just like shutting down the run then i think we give ourselves a chance right like make the quarterback beat you um make him air it out you know maybe he makes some errant throws yeah uh you know um, we get good field position. We, you know, get some pressure on him. Um, and, yeah, we're able to get some stops, even if it's, like, mostly on them making errors, right? Yeah. Um, like, no, you're right. Like, something like that. Yeah, just, like, yeah. I mean, make so, them be accurate. Make them yeah, be and the other thing, too, is both of these teams, I mean, it's the 27th of December. This is a pretty long week. We have a month off. They have about three weeks off because they had to play that extra game during championship week. Um, I think, you know, it's going to also depend on who can shake the rust off the quickest in this game, right? If we come out flat and it takes us a half to get into it, hell, we may be down 14-3 or 21-6 or something like that going into the third quarter and trying to play catch up. And injury-wise, we we do have some players coming back, it seems, getting back healthy. Um, hopefully, hopefully, right. Uh, Sanders, right. Wide receiver. Um, Coach Helton said that that he's progressing well. Joe Green was an interesting one that in the presser, um, he said that he's he's also progressing well and and, and could return. Um, O.J. Arnold as well, right. Yeah. We saw him get hurt um, in the last game, um, so we weren't sure of his status and, and severity of injury. But it seems like he could be ready to go. So mm-hmm. right there, you get two. You know, relied on walk-ons. They did great. Um, right against App State, huge part of that that win, right? Three rushing touchdowns between the the backup, you know, third string walk ons, yeah, walk on running backs. Um, but it, it's great to get both of those guys back if if we're able to do so. And in, in OJ Arnold and, mm-hmm. um, and Gerald Green. So and I heard um, nothing on Jalen White. So I'm assuming he's will probably he's, be out. I think he's done. Okay, I think he's done for the year. Yeah. All right. Yep. That yep. makes sense um, to just go ahead and shut him down. I mean, if you know, if it don't even risk it. Um, to be honest with you, if they think he's still hurt. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then, yeah. And then Amari Jones obviously was already done. Um, Kenderson obviously has been done since Nebraska. Um, so yeah, we're not going to see any of them back this year, but, um, yeah. But I mean, obviously again, those two, uh, two backs back, mm-hmm. um, in green and OJ Arnold would be huge. Can use OJ Arnold a little bit of the passing game. Um, you know, you can, uh, you've got Sanders coming back, which will take some pressure off of, um, off of Singleton and hood. Um, yeah, but will. yeah. So I think, you know, look for a big game, I think, out of Caleb Hood and um, Singleton. Singleton, so last too. game, right? Last last game, last uh, collegiate game. Uh, Caleb Hood is a senior. I believe he has another year of eligibility left. I'm not um, sure. I'm not sure. For some reason, yeah, I think I haven't heard too much on that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I was thinking in my head just now, like, with this being the last game, I, I would expect the trickery to be out especially with with coach Ellis. He likes to pull a trick play every, you know, about once once a game, but I think it may be a little bit more in this game. 
with it yeah. being a bowl? Will it be in, you know, kind of the, the obviously the last game of the season? You know, why not throw everything out? I wouldn't be surprised if we open up the first series with something crazy. I mean, just something just out of the box, just some Maybe. sort. Yeah, like you, I, I guess with that, it's, it's just like it's... Uh, I think it's great to get, get it the to get the nerves out, right? The like rust off. Just, yeah. just if it works. Uh, if yeah. it doesn't, I think it it can kind of have the opposite effect, right? Well, it can kind of send you down like a spiral. Um, but yeah, I mean, you do that and you connect, and it's kind of not smooth sailing. Obviously, you have to continue to execute. But like, yeah, it it kind of eliminates the butterflies, right? And and like, um, just allows you to go out and have fun and play after that. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I I could see it. Um, yeah, so we're, we're favored by three and a half, um, Vegas odds, um, that obviously could change as we get closer to the game, but I think it opened at three and a half. So it hasn't, hasn't moved. Um, hasn't moved. <laughs> so, um, yeah, could I, I don't know. I mean, like what, like, what are your thoughts just, I guess, on what this game would mean? I mean, Buffalo Mac opponent, We've obviously faced two MAC teams, like you said. We faced MAC team this year in Ball State, but we faced two MAC teams in bowls, right? Winning both of them. Um, first one, GoDaddy Bowl, right back in um, 2015, uh, knocking off Bowling Green um, with you know on the Upshaw Show. Um, then we have um, Eastern Michigan, Michigan, obviously, right in, yep. in Montgomery for the Camellia Bowl. Um, I was there for that one. Blast. Honestly, great city. Like, it's a great uh, – I'm not going to be able to make this one. Um, Cody, you have tickets. Uh, I, I do. Planning on I do. Going. Yep. Um, so, uh, uh, honestly, I, I was impressed of of the – you know, I've only been able to go to two two of our bowl games, um, other one being in Orlando, right? So, so I'm one and one um, there. Uh, obviously, the Cure Bowl didn't go our way against Liberty, um, but I was living in Orlando at the time, so it was awesome to see Eagle Nation just converge on the city and take it over, right? But um, but yeah, Montgomery, like, surpassed all expectations. So for those of you who are – already committed to going for those of you who are already there listening to us. Um, and for those of you that might be listening to us on the fence, like I, I encourage you to go if you can, if you can make the trip, definitely do it. Um, I understand the weather, you know, could be chilly, could be yeah. rainy. There was some snow in the forecast, possibly around Christmas that probably won't still be around on the 27th, but maybe, um, you know, so I, I, I get that, but I mean, we're used to adverse conditions, yep. um, you know, in, in, in recent years. So, um, but yeah, this, the city, it, it was great. I mean, like the bar scene was fun. Um, you know, downtown, like they've, they've kind of like, um, you know, uh, regentrified it. And, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice little place. Right. I mean, the, the, the stadium it's old, I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, <laughs> but, but, but it was cool. It was a good place to watch a football game. It was a better place to watch a football game than the soccer stadium in Orlando. Uh, I'll tell you that much as far as just like sight, sight lines and all that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, just just a good time. Um, I know after Christmas, there's like less planned for this one. I know the team is already there, you know, as we're recording this. Um, and, the, you know, they'll be I guess they'll be there, you know, through through Christmas and um, and have some events and stuff along the way. But um, oh, are they already there? Like pre- I don't think so. I think they're already there. I I, I don't know. I saw our, our football account post like something. Oh. From that, so I just assumed. But maybe it was just like a photo that was sent. It does. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I don't know when they're getting, maybe they're getting there after, well, they'd get there before Christmas though. They would have to, right? They'd get there Saturday, Friday know. or Saturday. At the, I don't know. As usual, we, we don't, we don't know. We anything. don't know. These but, things. um, <laughs> so, but as a fan and I imagine like our fans probably wouldn't get there until after Christmas, right? Probably get there Monday yeah. or, 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 you know, uh, Tuesday morning even. Um, yeah. We're making game, it. A, I'm making it a day trip. I'm going to drive yeah, up. You're doing that. Yeah. Do it yeah. all in one day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and you can. I mean, especially like you're in Statesboro, uh, Statesboro, obviously, but like for the Atlanta folks, like it's a it's a pretty easy drive, um, and and yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I like I I spent day and a half there. You know, tailgate scene was fun. They they had um, like a like a fan fest. I don't know if they're doing that again. I know people were like mad about them not having a parade and they're having like a pep rally, which they had last time, um, in 2018, but. Um, yeah, just, just overall good time. Um, and from what I've heard, just knowing people that went to the other bowl games, honestly, it, it kind of ranks up there. I think the only thing that would probably rival it, rival it would be the mobile, um, go daddy bowl right in, in 2015. Um, and then maybe new Orleans, but that was obviously during the COVID year um, yeah. in 2020. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, looking forward to that. Um, Honestly, I'm good with um, Camellia. I know in our last episode we kind of broke down bowl projections. Um, you know, it's it's close proximity. It's yes, it's on a Tuesday, but it's you know I, I think good timing gives us the extra week of practice, right? Uh, um, rather than playing like we've seen several Sunbelt teams play already. Um, as we record this, Sunbelt's three and zero right in bowl games. Um, Marshall yes. getting a win. Yeah. Um, so I would. I'm. I'm pretty safe to say. I think Coastal is going to get beat in their bowl game. Mm. They get East Carolina, I believe. ECU. Yeah. 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 yeah I think they're going to get I think probably so smoked. Yep. I um, think they'll get smoked in that. Um, South Alabama, I think, wins. Louisiana probably loses to Houston. Um. That one I, think, I don't know. Yeah. That one's that one. Yeah. That one I don't know if I would even if I was a betting person. I don't even think I would touch that Louisiana game. I think it's like negative seven, yeah. um, for for Houston. But I don't know. Louisiana could show up and beat them, or they could show up and get blown out. It does not. It's th- that's just a the that's also a Jekyll and Hyde team to be honest with you. Yeah. Troy, you know, shout out to Troy. Um, getting twelve wins, man. For first year head coach, twelve ends is nuts. Um, knocking off, getting ranked there after the final game of the season, um, winning some all championship, um, and then knocking off a ranked team in UTSA, uh, right? And defensive yeah. battle, not being able to pass the fifty yard line for most of the game. <laughs> yeah. And then you pull that out. Um, yeah, shout out to Troy. I mean they're they're gonna be as long as that coaching staff is there, um, I think they're gonna be I think it's a a them in South Alabama with. for that it's for that West for, for the next couple of years. I I, I agree. I, I I think it's just a battle of two teams, yeah. really. Unless um, Southern with, Miss gets gets luckier, gets hot in a in a season. I agree. Yeah, yep, yeah, I agree. And then I think Louisiana is like somewhere in the middle of the pack to to the bottom, you know, spot that they're not used to being. But you know, I called that one right. <laughs> they were going to have did, a drop off. I I wonder it was going to be between Troy and South Alabama. So. I'll, 
I'll pat myself on the back. For there that you go. I think I'm just curious now what Texas State's going to look like with their new head coach. Cause that's yeah, I'm a little be... nervous. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Um, we don't know who we play, right? Uh, obviously, we know we play all the teams in the East next year. We don't know who out of the West we play. Um, but, yeah, Texas State is going to be a tough draw for whoever gets them. Um, you know, do they have, like, a, a huge turnaround? Do they make a bowl? Are they, like, a Troy and immediately become a contender? Probably not, right? But um, but yeah, they they get the coach from Incarnate Word, <laughs> right? Um, which it's just a fun team to watch. Um, they should have you know, beat North uh, Dakota State if it they should have beat North Dakota State. Yeah, bad fumble, non call. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, fun team to watch. They had a kind of journeyman FBS quarterback that that goes there and throws for like a million yards. Um, and yeah, I mean, with the transfer portal, you can turn teams around fast. I know Texas state has relied heavily on the transfer portal, uh, recently um, and did not help. Um, but you know, with this guy, I mean, he's, he's a young guy. He's got a lot of, a lot of hype around him. So yeah, yeah, the good thing, interesting. Yeah. The good thing with this coach is that, um, obviously if you don't know, and Cardinal word is in San Antonio, I believe it is. Mm Uh, so it's familiar with the Texas area, uh, and yeah, like across the street from UTS. Apparently, the high schools in Texas were very turned off from Texas State for a number of reasons, but one was because of how much they did use the transfer portal and not actually recruiting the majority of Texas kids. So I think this coach yeah. will probably repair that relationship with a lot of high schools. Um, so look for them to really go back more to the standard way of recruiting and probably really focus on that southeast and southern part of Texas when it comes to, to football and their recruiting um, aspect. So I would – I'm not saying that they're going to be the surprise team next year, but I would not be surprised if they flirt with 6-6. I think six. they're a southern miss. I think they're a yeah. southern miss next year. Yeah, I, I think I think they, they make a huge leap – um, they get bowl eligible. They're probably 500 at six and six, but they get in a bowl game, which they're one of three teams to never make a bowl game. Um, right with, like uh, with Jamie, with UMass, <laughs> with, with James Madison, with James Madison, uh, the Fox sports account put out like this thing of, of the three teams that never made a ball game. And James Madison was one of them. Obviously they weren't eligible. They would have made a ball game this year if they were eligible. Man, the because the transfer, they just can't catch a break. Freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> Just waited. I mean, they have nothing else to do, right? Other no. than just freak out on Twitter. So, um, yeah, no, it's they, that's they just get to watch all the other teams play. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, we've been there. We we know what that's like. So, um, and and they they might have to experience it for two years. So, yeah. you know, because they, they're, yeah. they're 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 in our 2013 year right now. Yeah, it's um, weird, right? So. Like they're not going to get any sympathy from us or at fans, right? Like we both won more than six games we our paid first our year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. not gonna, we're not gonna feel any, you know, <laughs> we're gonna feel bad for them. No, the the only, the only way I'd like sort of hear, hear them out is the ability to play for a championship. Cause we did get that, even though we, we didn't did. play in a championship game, we but won a championship. It was our second year in transition where this is their first. It was our second year in transition. But if, even if it was 2013 and we did what yeah. they did, we could have still won the Sunbelt championship because there wasn't a championship game. Yeah. They gave the championship to the team that had the best record Correct. Yeah. Um, in the conference. We were eight and zero. we win the championship. If it was divisions, 
and everything existed how it does now and it was back in 2014 and we go 8 and 0 we get left out and second I don't think so team. no 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 because it's the second year they get to compete for it next year so first I don't think they do yeah, I, I think, think they do false. no I don't know they're ineligible for both they, I know they're the ineligible for a bowl I know I know that for a fact that we, I think that they're ineligible for championship I don't know about that yeah. one I don't know I could be wrong. We're not going to. Who cares? It's Jamie. We're not a Jamie podcast. We're not a Jamie podcast. I hope they lose every they game. several. <laughs> they're they're going to be an interesting one. Because, like, they, they they came into the season where, like, I was so it was hoping kind their coach like was going to get poached by somebody, but he didn't. Well, well, they kind of came into the season as, like, the darling, sort of, right? They they, they came in as, like, the oh, this is, like, this is fun. Like, like here, here's, like, this new, like, toy. Right, yeah. like, 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 here's this new team, whatever. Well, not okay. only that, but they, they got a had, cool like, va- the fan base, Virginia, and then and they got obnoxious <laughs> media that kind of helped kick that out because what Virginia Tech's not doing anything, Virginia's not doing anything. Like nobody, yeah, they're the that. best team in Virginia, but yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, they're the best football team in Virginia. Don't say that too loud, Old and, Dominion, make it, make it mad. Nah, <laughs> they just collapsed, man, after being coastal, but um, they did, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, yeah, looking at the East, obviously big story there is Coastal Carolina, right? You yeah. lose not only your head coach, obviously, Jamie Chadwell going to Liberty, right? Been been documented. We don't have to get super into it. Um, lo- then you lose your piss and teal quarterback um, <laughs> that, that after Chadwell goes to Liberty is like, Oh wow, you know, uh, chant for life or whatever, you know. And like four <laughs> days later, he's entering the transfer Jay portal. portal. <laughs> yeah, with his like little, you know, his little always be a chant clear, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> statement. So like, uh, it's so funny. Um, so the, but but uh, you know, you brought up a great uh, point in kind of the the pregame of this, Cody, um, chatting. They lose their best defense player. Yeah, um, right. He he just uh, committed to Michigan, I believe. Um, so edge rusher. Uh, yeah, they lose him. They lose their quarterback. Some uh, two time Sun Belt Offensive Player of the Year, Grayson McCall, and they lose their head coach. Um, they get Tim Beck, uh, offensive coordinator from NC State. Who did great <laughs> did great things there? Um, not Video. Glenn Beck. Tim Beck. Not Glenn Beck. <laughs> Um, Tim Beck. So Uh-oh, this is about to go uh, down here quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, but but anytime you bring that in, you know, you're assembling a staff for the first time. You don't have as many connections, right? Um, to fill that out, um, you don't know how it's going to go. And then, yeah, obviously losing like basically your your franchise player and Grayson McCall, um, and your your best defensive player. Um, uphill, <laughs> not only that, their backup quarterback. Did you hear about his story? Yeah, backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He had domestic violence. I yeah, think, and, and likes got to hit women. And likes to hit women. N- never, never a good look. Never um, a good look. And man, uh, yeah, they the shots have fallen on hard times. Um, and uh, you know, I, I mean. I, I'm not mad. About Look, no, it. no, <laughs> no. Like domestic oh, no, violence is obviously that 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 is, that's is not, terrible. That is terrible. And obviously, obviously, yeah. Um, but everything but else, no, it, like their hardships and just like having, yeah, having yeah, one thing it, after another. Kind of just. Them, I'm yeah. not shedding a tear. I'm not no. shedding a tear. 
but it just kind of highlights just kind of the fall that Coastal had, right? They had this high, and then it's like they get demolished their last, like, two games of the season, right? JMU just blows them out. Chadwell leaves. Then they get blown out in the championship game by Troy. And then it was kind of like the writing leaves. on the wall, though, right? It was imposter syndrome. Like, yeah. the entire time, that's what the rest of the Sun Belt had been saying of, like, this is not sustainable. Like, you're no, not going to no. have this success. Right? App State, yeah, they had a down year. They missed a bowl for the first time. They finished 6-6. Six and six. Um, No one's thinking, like, they're, like, I mean, yeah, their fans were freaking out and sky is falling. But, like, they're going to be fine. Right? <laughs> like, they? whether it's Clark, know. whether... I, I think they'll be fine. I, don't I, th- know. I think they'll be fine. They're not just going to go on like a tear of like me- mediocrity. I, I, I don't Are you believe sure. That. Who's who's I'm replacing Chase pretty... Bryce? They've had players that enter the transfer portal too. They've had a quarterback every year. They got year. some pieces they have to replace. And they, they lost their offensive we do coach. Too. They got to hire their we defensive. We do too, but yeah. And we so, do too, I mean, but like like I don't know. I I think with with NIL with transfer portal, like I think they'll be able to fill those gaps. App State's a known commodity, right? Where Coastal, I think, was always a flash in the pan. Coastal was always just that team that people, you know, once you lose one piece or several, the tower collapses. Yeah. Right? Where Oh, yeah, that was a house of cards for sure. That was a house house of cards. cards. It was a house of cards for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where, Where, like, I believe App State is it. I'm not saying that, like... Obviously, they have to make the right moves. They're not just going to, like, win because of the name on their chest, right? But, like, they're better positioned to do so, to go find that next guy at quarterback to, if they move on, um, you know, from Clark to find the next coach. Um, You know, they obviously are replacing their defensive coordinator. They fired him. I believe another uh, defensive coach they fired. So... Yeah, like Jeep obviously, Wade is in uh in Atlanta. Jeep now. Wade, Jeep Wade, yeah. Um, so I I think yeah. I think App has a lot of questions. They got I, a former um, SNC coach, Greenball. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you said yeah. SEC, like like the conference, not no. strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning. Well, coach. that's a that's okay. So that's a that's something I wanted to bring up real quick. They go out and they get our old strength and conditioning coach. I, I think this highlights to Sean Clark and what sort of um, what sort of pool is he bringing in talent, coaching talent wise, into that program? Is he just still relying on old App State contacts, or is he a coach that can bring in outside talent to come into the to the mountain up there in Boone? Yeah, and so fair. you know, don't get me wrong. Is is our old training the conditioning coach good? Yeah, I thought he did pretty. Didn't he bring in Nate Woody though? And I'm not uh, saying Nate Woody is like good, nah. like he was on the. I haven't heard. I haven't heard they brought in him or not. Um, they could have. I, I thought they had him a, a year or two ago as defensive coordinator. No. Who? Nate Woody. Yeah, but who? Who? Am App. I getting the name wrong. Yeah, App. No, that wasn't their defense coordinator. Now, he's been at Army, I think. Who? I think I'm thinking someone else. I'm sorry, carry on. Yeah, anyways, I think what I was getting at is is the App State pool. Is it just Clark kind of trying to reach out and, and, and bring in old App State contacts, or is he actually branching out and has a pool to bring it's in? It's a fair point. Yeah, bring it's a fair in, point. It's you know, fair. I mean, the, up-and-coming the parallels coaching between, talent. 
Clark and Lunsford are, are yeah. there, right? I mean, like, they're while Clark played there, right? And Lunsford obviously didn't play for us, but it, it felt like he did, um, right? And and he was kind of like the um, the poster child of the program and like the the darling, right? And and all this, and rightly so, and and energized the fan base when we needed it the most, and and all that. Um, added some stability right to the program, just like Clark did when they had a lot of turnover. Um, but then, you know, the honeymoon period ends, right? And yeah. you start seeing the results of multiple recruiting classes come in and you're like, huh, I'm, we're kind of starting to see like just a downward trend here. Right. Um, and maybe it's not a, like a sharp drop off, but you're just starting to see it. Um, and that has this effect when we saw it with Lunsford, we're still seeing it now and, and we'll see it for, you know, at least yeah. another year, if not two. Um, but yeah. And, and I think that's where a lot of the app state fans are right now. It's I like think app will be interesting to watch is sustainable. Yeah. Next year, because my, my point is just, I, I do think brand matters. And I do think in the world of transfer portal NIL, you can, turn around and program quickly. So if app is in this downward spiral and has another mediocre year or even a bad year yeah. where they're under 500, the coach is gone. Clark's gone. Oh yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. And I think they can rebound. I'm not saying they will rebound, but I think they can rebound fairly easily and be back up in the top. Um, you know, with yeah, with the right coaching yeah, hire yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and and just because of who they are. We're coastal, like I'm not saying it can't be done, but much harder task, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, the new coach has a very hard hard job in front of him. So yeah, it'll be interesting, right? I, I mean, like we were talking uh before recording of like how it shakes out in the East, like even in like preseason predictions of like, you know, um, do we move up possibly, right? Um, after exceeding expectations, right? I think most people's expectations of getting six and six, getting a bowl game, especially if we end up. Yeah, in Buffalo. it's weird. Us, like, like if you were to just snapshot like preseason expectations and then just take somebody from like august 31st and like jump them into like december 2nd and be like all right just look at the scores and the record and what do you say you'd be like man i'm pretty impressed with this but yeah i think as you travel through the season you kind of you had like a very i think wild swings and in fandom right like a whole bunch like you win the Nebraska game and you're high on the hill and then all of a sudden you lose the UAB. You beat Ball State, but it's not like a like a convincing like blowout domination type game and then you kind of struggle in November and it's just I don't know, it was just kind of like you you had high expectations and you came back low and then kind of high and then low again. It's just it was uh yeah, I don't know, I mean, if, like if a roller we, coaster. If, yeah, if we don't connect on that pass against App State and we lose in double overtime or triple overtime or whatever it is, um, if if he makes the field goal and we end in uh, regulation, right, losing regulation, yeah, what are we saying right now? Right? I know. Well, <laughs> like, see, that's we're, two we're games, right? Like Nebraska yeah. and us, there's two games that came down to missed field goals. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean Nebraska. That was what like a fifty, like a forty. I mean it it was long. Where it was, it wasn't a chip shot like App State. So like, so yeah. If if you if you put yourself in that and say yeah, it's it's a much different conversation, especially App State. Yeah, Um, Nebraska. I don't think as much, but like especially App State because then you're ending. You're not making a bowl. You're in under five hundred. You're losing the last four games of the season. (laughs) You're going winless in November. Um, You know, so like. It, it's crazy what one game does. Now, well, yeah, I mean, like, you look oh, at, you know, you look at the, well, just look at the instant reactions after the game, right? App State was ready to fire everybody. Their fans were, and we were just beside the moon. And we, we would have been too. Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think well, we would have had a portion of staff, fans. The yeah. defensive staff people We would have had, had a portion of fans calling for heads. We would yeah. have had some calling for defensive um, coaches. We would have some calling for Helton's head. What, whether or not it was justified, we would have. You know, we would have. I know. Um, I know. You know, and you know who you are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just. We see you in the Facebook it, groups. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's crazy what one game does, but now we mm-hmm. get, yeah, extra practice, you know, 15 extra practices. Which again um, is going to be game. huge going into the next. We year. get nationally televised, you know, like yeah, yeah. it's 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 huge, yeah, for 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 a young team, for a team that's still very much in a rebuild. Um, it was like yeah, that's so vital for yep. us to to win to win that game. So, um, all right, I don't know I if guess, we need to talk about. Do you mean do we want to even highlight recruiting at all, or are we just going to wait till after that's done? I don't think we need to highlight recruiting as far as like who we currently have yeah. three stars no, and like yeah. where, you know, where we project like us to finish in the Sun Belt. Cause I have no idea. Like, like if, 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 yeah, if you're newer to listening to us, we're not a recruiting podcast. Um, we will no. recap it. Um, we will kind of rely heavily on, you know, the people that, commit the most time to following it because yes. it is a full-time job to do so um so the the, the on threes and the 24 sevens and the rivals like yeah we'll read all those we'll see where they rank us at the end of the day we'll see like when the dust sh- settles like how it shakes out as far as like yeah where where we stay and not just in like rankings but just yeah, like we'll focus on paper on, like, the resumes and like all, all that kind of and stuff the position like, groups in. you brought in the too. position groups yeah like oh we got like a ton of offensive linemen or we got like four more quarterbacks or <laughs> you know we we got a four star or whatever like we'll we'll like yeah. focus on themes like that but yeah we're we're not into like projections but Cody no. you made a great point before we started recording that I do think is worth pointing out as far as just like level setting and like not freaking out and sky is falling under Elton's second year and really first full year of bringing in a recruiting class. Yeah. So I think we don't need to to jump off the cliff every time we see somebody decommit. (laughs) Um, It happens, Um, especially when you're going after good football players and these kids decide to go to, you know, I guess what the public would see as a bigger or better school. Um, that's sort of the, the you know, we want to be in those battles, right, where kids have to decide between us and maybe a ACC school or an SEC school or Big Ten, Big 12, whatever the case may be. Um, and, you know, it, when that happens, some of these kids are going to initially commit to us and then, 
as they play their last season, they may get offers from some of the bigger power five schools. And at that point, it's their chance if they want to go there or not. And if they do hats off to them, congratulations, wish you the best of luck. If they decide to stay here, great, even better. Um, But we can't, you know, freak out or panic as a fan base every time this happens. In fact, that's sort of where we want to be at. We want to be where... It's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, it's a good problem to have. You don't want to be on the other end of it where you're kind of on the other end of the spectrum where maybe we're the only FBS offer a kid has. And then you're looking at it and you're like, man, he maybe have potential, but who else? Nobody else seems to be, you know... <laughs> recruiting them so that yeah, kind of if it's, leaves yeah the fan if it's between five worried. fcs schools yeah. and like ul ulm and like ohio then like yeah like mm-hmm. like he's probably gonna choose georgia southern but like if it's every sunbelt school but like one yep. and you know and several other like g5s and like some aac schools and then all of a sudden the final you know, 14 days, a Georgia tech comes calling or a Florida state or, you know, wake forest or whoever it may be like, yeah, they, they have to entertain those opportunities. Um, you know, and that's, so. that's where you trust in as a fan on the relationships that the coaching staff, whoever's recruiting them has built, right? Because that's, that is going to happen. You're going to have a pay, power five school that will come to most, I'm not going to say all, but most of these kids and say, hey, we'll offer you here. We're offering you here. You know, and then the kid's going to decide, well, do I trust this this last minute offer that I got from this Power 5 school that, you know, that I don't really know? Or do I trust with the relationship that I've built with the running backs coach or Coach Helton or whatever the case may be? And again, at the end of the day, it's the kid's decision and they have to make the best choice for them. So if they feel like it is, to go off to the Power 5 school, hats off to them. If they come here, great. But as a fan base, we don't need to be thinking the, the sky is falling every time somebody decommits or whatever. No, because it's a different yeah, landscape. It is. Right? I mean, like with, with with the transfer portal, like you, you can swing and miss, go after the big fish, right? I mean, we saw early yeah. on Helton hits up every county in the state of Georgia. And like in that first, you know, three, four weeks on the job, he was just handing out offers, right? Correct. And 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 to kids, I mean, four stars. I think he handed like some even five stars, but like like they, it, they it were like several don't four star. <laughs> yeah, we we offered more four star players, I think, in 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 that period than we had ever before, right? We we never like swung for the fences like that. So so yeah, establish those relationships early. Um, say that you're interested right early on. Yeah. Um, be one of those early teams to the table. And give yourself a shot, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and then like um, Helton had a great, uh, a great quote um, in the press uh, conference um, where he was saying, um, you know, we relied on trust, right? We, we relied on just promises um, that on you selling know, a vision, selling a vision, right? Where now we have recruits knocking on our door. We have. Uh, transfers knocking on our door to want to be a part of this, especially offensively, yeah. right? I mean, if you're a quarterback, again, Calvin Trees, those were not eye-popping numbers. <laughs> you know, 1,800 no. yards, no. eight touchdowns, six interceptions. And go look He's at all the preseason 4, talk. 4,000 yards. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So like uh, Singleton, you know, uh, that he had a social post where he doubles, you know, his catches, doubles his yardage, um, right, as a, a wide receiver transfer yeah. from from Houston. Um, so right, you go from like the four string, third string, four string, maybe uh, fifth string guy, depending on formation, in that offense to be in third, and then like now second, um, right on 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 the team there uh and and yeah like why not go to an offense where you're going to be able to eat you know and and get a lot of targets um running backs i mean we've proven that we're still going to run the ball effectively Mm -hmm. right um maybe not as many times but you're going to be put in situations where you can make big plays um we saw that with white oj arnold as a freshman well jalen white would have over a thousand yards if he wouldn't have gotten injured in the marshall game easily he would have had over a thousand yards this season so yeah yep and that's still him splitting time with what you said, two other really good running backs. So, you yep. know, on offense at least, you're gonna you're gonna have your opportunities to touch the ball and, and rack up yards and touchdowns. Even offensive sure. linemen, tight ends, right? Like come to an offense. Yeah, like, which hold offensive on. linemen like to you, pass. Ball. Now that you've mentioned the offensive linemen, obviously they had the postseason awards that came out. I think it's very disrespectful to our offensive line that they didn't really get nominated or acknowledged at all in the Sunbelt Awards. I mean I you allow you allow I think what, we had like a third sacks? string guy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen yeah, no, yeah. and 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 then you had a freshman sorry, which he didn't even get really any mentioned on any freshman teams. And I just that I of all the stuff and I know that you know we could argue maybe Kyle Van Tree should have been second team and all this other stuff, but for our offensive linemen to to me get I think disrespected like they did is really terrible. And I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it because it, it fires me up. Yeah, we because they allowed, they, they yeah. played really well, and the turnaround they had from the 21 season to now is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, se- seven sacks, seven sacks, but we we were number one or number two in the nation there for like most of the season. Um, under five, you know, total sacks. Uh, most of those came in bunches, right? We had like one game, I think, with like three sacks. Um, so yeah, almost half, uh, I agree. I mean, what Richard Owens has done is phenomenal. Um, I mean, miracle worker, like seriously. I mean, like we, we, (laughs) you took an, an offensive line that was built for an option offense into an air raid offense and only gave up seven total sacks you know, to to a quarterback that's going to pass for 4,000 yards. That's nuts. You know, like, I mean, we we pat we passed the ball five hundred and sixty five times this year, gave up seven sacks. It's mm-hmm. insane. Um, I completely agree. That's a huge slap in the face. Like, because to me, those awards aren't about just like pure talent. Like, it's not just that. Like, oh yeah, like they have like guys like Louisiana's had in the past where it's like, yeah, they have the one or two guys that are like NFL caliber, right? Maybe, maybe these guys are yeah. like NFL caliber, but as a unit, like, right. Holistically, oh, like yeah. they're, they're awesome. So like, uh, yeah, I, 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 I definitely think they got slighted in those awards. So, but no, I, it's, uh, as far as the, the talent coming in, you're right. You know, Helton's right. You know, we, there's a year on paper now to show this is what our offense can do. Now, there's still some work to be done on the defense. 
no question about it. Um, but canteen, uh, we got to mention canteen. Right? Yes, canteen we do. enters the transfer portal. Only player at at time of recording this, right? I think. Um, yeah, I, I yeah that that I've seen certainly biggest biggest name by far. Um, but I think the only player, um, certainly only starter, I believe, um, that's entered his name into the transfer portal. Um, and huge loss. I mean, like, like let's be real, huge loss. I mean, it I, is. You know, big impact player for us. Still played. Congrats to him, and and ho- hopefully he gets his right. Hopefully he he's able to go um, yeah. find the right fit for him. Whether that's power five, whether it's bigger stage. Um, well, here's the other thing too, and yeah. this is and this gets to the the fans thinking the sky's falling when recruits decommit. Same thing for when players enter the transfer portal. You look at that Derek Canteen. He has graduated in three years. He is off to go get yeah. his masters. So for yeah. g- great for him. If you can, if you can have football pay for two degrees, fantastic. Go get it. God, um, it took me five years to graduate. I, I wasn't a <laughs> collegiate athlete. How are you graduating in three years? Like that's a discipline. They're not going and getting yeah. hammered every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and, and this is what you know when you're going to get your masters. If that's a very serious thing to go do and you don't want yes. to you know just tossed off to the wind so you want to probably go to a school that one offers your master's program which maybe we don't right maybe we don't offer what he wants to go get or two we do but it's not as good as obviously some other schools that he can get um accepted in and go play football at as well so yep. hats off to him he did his, you know, he graduated here. He has his degree from here. He did it in three years. He gave us two great seasons um, at corner and in, in the safety position. So I wish him the best of luck. And if we happen to play him later on in in at a bowl game or wherever he goes, I hope we beat him. I hope he does well, but I hope we beat him. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, no, 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 for sure. He, he was fantastic. Great, a, he's a, he's a great young man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, like these grad students, right? Wurtz did mm-hmm. it, um, and it's like, yeah, appreciate their time here, and then just yeah, just just do that. Just appreciate their time here, and then wish them the best of luck. Yeah, um, and yeah, hats off to the kid for for graduating in three years. And um, it's a great point. Like, it's not all about football. Like these kids, like. Before NIL, the argument was like, oh, you're getting a free education. Yeah. Well, like, not all educations are great equal, right? And, like, we know this. And, and but especially after undergrad, like you said, it's, it's not as simple as, like, we only have so many graduate programs. And even if we do have it, there could be a better one there. So, like, whatever he, you know, um, wants to pursue, um, you know, yeah, if, if, if he's able to to do that at a, a school that offers that program, that even if it's something that we offer, but it's way higher ranked at that other school, yeah. and it gives him an opportunity to play, and it happens to be a, a P5, and it happens to have an NIL deal attached to it where he gets a couple, you know, bucks in his pocket, like, more power to the kid. Like, you know, um, like, I'm, I'm not I'm not hating on that. So, um, yeah, obviously – big shoes to feel fill, you know, um, and, and, you know, we can obviously, obviously leverage the transfer portal, bring in someone with experience. 
bring in someone looking for a similar opportunity um, or yep. bring in, you know, a, a freshman out of high school. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's just one of those things that uh, it's just the new, new age of, of college football. Is, we got to get is. used to it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think um, in terms of the defense, it may probably won't it probably won't happen with this bowl game, but in the off season, it, to me, there's some there's some fine lines in which separates you know average coaches from good coaches, from good coaches to great coaches. And I think one of those lines is how well can you self evaluate or self scout yourself. And I think that's what our defensive staff has got to understand and realize and do a very good job in the off season, because if they can't self scout and self may be make themselves self-aware of where their mistakes were and to correct that and know how to teach that to the kids where our defense is not going to get anywhere uh, better at all going into next season um and the issues that we see now are just going to continue as we go in to the 2023 season and beyond with this coaching staff so I know this will probably be a podcast that we do over the spring and to to, to preview next season but the defensive staff and how they're able to self-aware and self-scout themselves and to make changes so that they correct a lot of the issues that we have is going to be a huge talking point, I think, going into next season. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, and, yeah, especially if this if this bowl game doesn't go well. Yeah, especially oh, if this bowl game doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah. I, I can it, too. I, I, honestly, it's almost like how it was with the best at the Liberty game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean – that was a poor performance, and it led to the heat. Which being, is crazy how that works, yeah. right? Because like you get an extra game. I mean, it's, it's like it's like the TCU's obviously uh, TCU didn't yeah. get penalized for that, um, but it, it's it's like that scenario, right? It's like you play an extra game, and you literally could lose your job as a coach, or you know you could get just like drugged through the mud as like a quarterback, yep. or lose your like draft stock, um, or or whatever it is as as like this premier player for playing an extra game. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, you're right. I mean, that's how the cure bowl was against Liberty with the best. It was like, look, we'll give you, you know, another opportunity here. And then obviously he was, he was back, he was retained, um, but like hot seat. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I kind of see so. that maybe being the case for this defensive staff that if there's another poor performance in this bowl game, even if we win or lose, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. I could see to where the the big talking point going in is what will our defensive staff do? What changes will they make, if any? And how quickly does our fan base put up with a defense that is just uh, almost just like a open, you know, wide open front porch? I mean, everybody's just coming up and in and just going wherever they want to. Um, it's, I don't know, that to me that will that's going to be the big focus that should be the big focus of the off season is fixing the defense yeah no i agree i agree one way or another whether it's transfer portal whether it's just like hyper focused on um on high school recruits right on that side of the ball um or potential you know staff changes whether that's dc or just like 
position groups, right? Um, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think there should be yeah. any staff changes, but I think there's gonna there's gonna be a more there's gonna be an intensity on that side that that things need to change and, and happen quick next year. That there better be some improvement. I mean, that's just gotta be. We can't. You just said this season we're averaging up nearly 500 yards a game. You can't yeah. win that way. At nope. best, I mean, honestly. At best, six and six, right? And that's not gonna. That's not the standard here. Um, and honestly, how many times do you see a team even five hundred where they're giving up five hundred yards a game, over thirty points a game? You don't really hardly see it. Luckily, we have an offense that that could put up just as much points, if not more. Um, so it's no. This it's gotta it's gotta fix itself quick. Otherwise, yep. otherwise, this it's gonna be a rough season next year. For sure. Cool. Right, well, I guess with that, we can close it out. Um, is that it? No more. I, nothing I else to talk so. about. Unless you, unless you have more to talk. Publix, about. man, we got a Publix in Statesboro. Is, is Publix coming? Yeah. No, is it's it already there? opened. Yeah, it's open. It's open. Are been people twice like already. Camping, are people? Oh, you've been twice. Okay. Yeah. Were people camping out before for like the chicken? I don't subs? think they camped out, but they did give away like a thousand insulated tote bags. That that went out pretty quick. Insulated tote bags. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, you need those in Statesboro. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's gonna be negative negative seventeen degrees here on on Thursday. You don't need an insulated tote bag in Denver. You don't need an insulated tote bag for that. <laughs> negative seventeen. Wind chill of negative forty two. What? Yeah. Do you have like a litter box for Dakota? Dakota's his dog. Uh, if you don't know it, yeah, but. Dakota is my my boxer. And no, but I thought about that today. I'm just gonna let her poop in the house. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not going outside for two days. I'm not going outside. Just do some newspaper yeah, on the floor. Yeah, thir- just... Thursday night to Saturday morning. Like you know, Merry <laughs> Christmas to me. You gotta like, find poop in the um, house. See if they have they have like those like doggy like diapers you can put on them. I know they have it for like the small dogs. We actually do. Yeah, no, they 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 have them for bigger dogs because they get like hip issues and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we we actually have some somewhere. Um, they made it over the move. I have no idea. They're probably in a box somewhere, but they have <laughs> it. Um, but no, I, obviously I'll take her outside. I'm not gonna mistreat my dog, but. Yeah, it's. I'm not looking forward to that. Obviously, the 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 coldest weather I've ever experienced. I was just in Breckenridge, which is in the mountains of Colorado, over the weekend. Um, it was negative eight there one day. Um, it was pretty cold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm yeah, trying to think 14. of like the coldest in DC when I was living up there for a couple of years. I think, I think the wind chill may have gotten down to like the negative teens. I know we had a blizzard come through, so I know the most snow that I experienced was three feet of snow, um, which I'm sure you'll probably get That's at some thing. point. No, no, no we're no. getting like an inch. Really? We're, yeah, we're getting an inch, maybe, maybe. Like that's what, Wednesday. Are on, we're getting. Are you like on the side of the mountain where like all the like it kind of like evaporates? We're in like a pocket. You? Yeah, uh, we're in like a pocket. Okay. But 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 even like where I work, like near Boulder, um, they're only getting like a little over an inch. So like. It's which is crazy. Like if it's that cold, like I want snow, you know, but like, yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is like the snow's coming before that, like 24 yeah. hours before that. So it's like Wednesday night, we're going to get like an inch of snow. It will obviously like stick and stay to the ground because it's going to be negative 17 yeah. the next day. Um, and like through Christmas and it's going to be like 50 degrees on Christmas. So like, you know, welcome to Colorado. 
I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like it think think like Georgia weather where it's like the, the ebbs and flows, extreme. like yeah, like like all the extremes one way or yeah. the other, but just even more so. Like like times ten. No, I believe it. it. Like I believe there's it. literally times where like especially when we get in the spring, like when we get in like May, it will be like seventy five degrees one day and like a foot of snow the next no, day. No, so you know so you may not remember but my wife and I honeymooned in Colorado, like at the end of September, and that's how it was. Like one day it snowed, like two days later it was like in the sixties, and by the end of the week it snowed again. Like yeah. no, I completely under like believe you when you say that, that that's how crazy it gets out there. But yeah, if it's getting that cold, I, I need snow and I need like to do something to it. You know, like <laughs> snowboard, snowshoe, something snowmobile. But yeah, like <laughs> something. Um but yeah, so I'll report back after the bowl game um, of, of of how. That yeah, are we goes, gonna I do? Guess, a, are but... we gonna do anything? What? When's the sign? Gosh, I can't even remember. It's the twenty first, right? Twenty first is. I think signing day is twentieth today. Yeah, when we're recording. I think signing day is before. I think it's the twenty first. Yeah, it's before Christmas. I think it's like tomorrow. So we're not gonna do anything before the bowl game. Okay. After the bowl game, we'll recap that. We'll recap recruiting. So we're going to have like a mega episode. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I it, guess it's so. going to be like this. You know, we're going to be like, then, we won, we lost. Any... All right, recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I okay. mean, yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> you saw uh, the game. You saw what happened. Figure it out. <laughs> recap Recap of the season. I mean, I think we can get more into like recap of the season of, you know, uh, just. Did yeah. we meet those expectations that we set that like others set, um, you know, start previewing next year. Um, but yeah. And then, and then touch on recruiting again, not experts on it. So it's basically just like face value. Uh, right. But for what it's worth, we'll be like, Oh yeah. Like we, we brought in like this, you know, we focus on this position group, which obviously was a need. So like, that's great. Or if we get like a big transfer name, whether it's a quarterback or something else, like we can, we can talk about that. Um, that might shake itself out, you know, by, by the next time. Yeah. Oh, um, real quick. They passed a new rule about the bowl games. I don't know if you saw this or not, but the bowl game will not count toward game eligibility. So if you're like a, a freshman, see that. so you can play. Yeah. So, you can so play if you're like a, a freshman, you have four games, right? That you played, right? Typically the coach probably sits you out in the bowl game. Do we, I mean, do, you think, do we have anyone that like comes to mind that even fits I that have, bill? I have no clue, but yeah. you know, I'm sure that there is, but I don't know for sure. Right. Like, yeah. so no That's idea. True. Yeah. Like I know like OJ Arnold comes to mind, but obviously he played, he's played like every game. Games. Yeah. Every game. Yeah. So I mean he's definitely gonna be a name to to look out for in the future, but but yeah, he's not gonna be redshirted. Um, so all right, cool. Well, I, I I guess we'll end with this. Just like thank you for your support, right? Fifth season, crazy that we're that we're already yes. two five seasons. Uh man. Uh and uh yeah, thank you for all your support. Um thank you for to listening and continue, yeah, yeah to share. Um, to share, to donate, right? We do have a donate button. I saw on Facebook that we do. Um, <laughs> I saw Cody needs a new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> 
really bad guys. Like like we were delayed forty five minutes in recording this episode because Cody has a laptop dedicated to the podcast. That is how old Cody. I think over ten years old. It's over ten years old. I so think it's by, over ten years you know, old. Yeah, consider donating, um, and all of it goes back to the podcast. We obviously have hosting fees and <laughs> um, and things like that. We have equipment. We have Cody's laptop, um, and we would love to do some more marketing and and you know spread the word about us, um, you know through through the socials. <clears throat> um, so yeah, all that money gets funneled back into just promoting this thing and growing it. Um, we did have uh, Jeff, you know, one of our our longtime listeners and uh, big supporters. Um, I saw on, on Facebook, he mentioned that you donate. So thank you, Jeff. Um, oh, thank and, you, Jeff. And yeah, it's, uh, you can go to gotatalk.com, G-A-T-A talk.com. Um, and there's a yellow donate button on there, uh, right sidebar, um, PayPal account and pay through that. And, uh, and yeah, just, yeah. You know, I feel that. like, I feel like we're one of those K-Love um, radio announcers when they do their big uh, donate-a-thon type thing. Like, oh, do we do on. like a pledge drive? Oh, there you go. There, that's what it's called—a pledge drive. Come on, we do a, come we on. We do like a PB, a PBS pledge drive, and we have on like fifty dollars a month. Fifty dollars a month. Yeah, we get like Jason Foster, <laughs> but like we get we get like cool people. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not like like yeah, we we could have on like the the APs and and Tracy Hams, yeah. of course, but like but like we get like we get Man Bear Pig, you know, like <laughs> like 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 we get people like that, you know. Um. Yeah, I think I think there 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 could be something there. There could be um, there could be a gotta talk pledge a thought. <laughs> pledge a thought. How would we do that? We do like in a Twitter space. <laughs> I don't think we you just can donate through a Twitter space. Oh no! But we can obviously talk about. Twitter the, uh, might not. I mean, we're talking about like summer things. Twitter might not even be a thing in the summer. <laughs> Um, but well, yeah, I heard their new CEO is doing great things, <laughs> right? Innovation at every turn. Um, oh, we'll man. figure it out. I would like to have on more guests. I know people have talked about that. I think it's a they great, have? like, I, I mean, <laughs> actually, no, <laughs> I, I guess I'm just like speculating that's what people want because that's like what everyone else does. But Maybe. you know, like I mean, there, there's a, there's other Sunbelt podcasts. I don't know. It's hard. Like, it's they hard. Have, they have on a lot of former players and coaches yeah. and stuff, and like it, so, yeah. It's it's hard to coordinate with our schedules. Well, it's hard to um, coordinate, and then you got Danny Reed that does like these bomb and like he does these incredible interviews with everybody. So it's like leave it. Maybe just leave it to him, or maybe we just sure. it'd be like a different type of interview. It's a totally different type of interview. <laughs> I mean, I know how to interview people. But like, I don't, you know, I don't, I just know how Cody to. does not. <laughs> Co- Cody was a math major, but who are we interviewing? Yeah. Right. All right. But, but yeah, no, we, we just have like a real talk with them. You know, we ask them the, the questions that the, the daily reads of the world would not. Um, <laughs> but you know, Oh man. Um, Gavin Adcock about the bus incident. Actually, he's Jeez. had a couple of interviews about that. Yeah. Um, uh, no, man, but they're uh, big about like how, yeah. But how that ever used that as a pickup line? <laughs> he had to have. <laughs> yeah, he had to have. Right. These are the these are the questions. These are the questions. <laughs> these are the questions. So oh, anyway, go follow us. Um, donate if you can. If you we're, want we're to, on, we appreciate it. Are we just on Facebook um, and Twitter? 
we are on uh, Facebook, Twitter. We do have an Instagram that I have not updated in years. Um, it's very hard to maintain an Instagram for a podcast. Is it? Um, Cody, yeah, yeah, Cody, for someone that lives in Colorado. So get on that. Take some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I do drive by the stadium about like at least yeah, three or four times away. a week. Yeah, I'm a day away. I'm a day away. Like, take some pictures. So you're when not you going to the when ball you game? go to those practices, like take a 15 second video. Oh yeah. I'm not going to the ball game, but, but I, I wish you luck. Um, again, it's, uh, if you're on the fence, go, go. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm telling on. you go. If you have some extra time, um, seriously, like Montgomery, I, I went to the, the Rosa parks museum there as like some time to kill in the morning. Awesome. Super cool. Good. Super cool museum. Yeah. A lot of history there in Montgomery. Um, yeah, just just fun time. So, um, with that, we appreciate you. Happy yes, holidays. We do. Happy New yes. Year. Um, we will we'll be back on before the New Year, won't we? Maybe. 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 Okay. I'm off the week. I don't know what we're doing yet. So, um, possibly. Um, but if not, early January, we'll have something out. Um, hopefully with a win. Hopefully get Hopefully. over 500 in the uh, first year under Helton, seven and six, and just set a great precedent for the future. So yep. with that, Cody, as always, hail Southern. Hail Southern.